listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. One thing I don't need is any more apologies. I get sorry. I got sorry greeting me at the, my front door. You can keep yours. I don't know what to do with them. They don't open doors or bring the sun back. They don't make me happy or get a morning paper. Didn't nobody stop using my tears to wash cars because of sorry. I am simply tired of collecting. I didn't know. I was so important to you. I'm going to have to throw some away. I can't get to the clothes in any of my closets for all of the sorries. And I'm going to tack a sign on my, to my door, leave a message by the phone. If you called to say you're sorry, call somebody else. I don't use them anymore. Let sorry didn't mean to. And how could I know about that? Take a walk down a dark, musty street in Brooklyn. I'm going to do exactly what I want to. And I want to be and I won't be sorry for none of it let a sorry soothe your soul i'm gonna soothe mine hey welcome to the black guy test podcast your host rod and karen that sounds like somebody that's fed up with excuses yeah they fed up all the way up right they, they done heard i'm sorry enough you know because some people say i'm sorry and it's sincere and it's heartfelt and then some people say i'm sorry and they don't mean it because when you say i'm sorry it's supposed to be an action change it's not mm-hmm. i'm sorry and nothing happens it's supposed to be action behind that and it's amazing how many people keep saying that but no but there's no action and then they get mad at you when you're like oh you're not changing you're just wasting my time it's it's time for us to end this relationship well also yeah there's people like um to me the poem kind of comes off like she's talking about a particular person that yeah continues to i fuck i fuck up i don't change but i say i'm sorry and it's like man you can keep all these sorries because you're not changing and you saying sorry but not meaning it not changing what what do i care about that what do i care at any rate guys welcome to the blackout tips podcast the host rod and Karen. you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search uh the blackout tips leave us five star reviews and uh we appreciate people to take the time out to do that mm-hmm. we just put out a premium episode yesterday of the the pregame at balls deep sports and karen was here for all of it so we got to I talk was. about that um and then i was on uh podcast fandoms podcast where we recap black lightning um it was very fun y'all should check that out um and then hopefully later today we'll be able to get you guys our ready player one review for premium people as well mm-hmm. um because uh you know we stay grinding we do um and karen was also on the bad and boozy podcast yes which came out this week uh, uh last week on tuesday um so you guys can hear her on that show uh talking wine and among and other things yeah it's had a good time with them um this episode did i already say bullet ball extreme i feel like i didn't the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast brought to you by shadow dog productions they have a couple good audio play albums that we happen to be featured on one of them's called the best of rod and karen the other is called sunspot and other ratchetness you can just search my name rod morrow um on itunes and apple music and uh amazon music and all that type of stuff and it'll come up you can also put it in title um and spotify and it'll come up and you know just uh take a click take a listen we'll take we'll take the time we appreciate the people that do that because uh it helps us out tremendously and uh we couldn't do it without you guys so uh yeah continue to support our sponsors because it helps us out as well 
um you know i thought i would start the show a little different today uh it is april fools but you know i i already played my april fools joke i said we weren't gonna do a show today and uh we ended up doing one we actually really would no i'm it's my fault yeah the 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 april fools joke was on me because karen came in and said let's do a show and i was like well to make you happy i'll do it but i wasn't gonna do it um had your john his risen shirt mm-hmm uh but you know what it worked out and that's okay um so yeah i had some random thoughts though i did want to do because okay. i haven't uh done these in a minute let's do it um and uh it's been a second one thing i was thinking um i was watching some pornography the other day and it was like i like so all right so uh sometimes i like pornography that has stories in it mm-hmm. you know um not the best acting but you know a compelling plot i mean who's against this you know um but sometimes the story will be stuff like um uh and it's obviously i mean it's porn so a bunch of shit happens in there i'm not okay with it in my life but it's porn so they can send the dose right but sometimes it'll be shit like this woman is a maid like there's a whole genre of porn that's just maids having sex with people yes masseuse like uh, it is a dog rabbit hole yeah. yeah yeah so it's a lot of fantasies and stuff so i was thinking about it like like you have like porn with like maids but like in the porn like say the video is like 45 minutes 20 minutes is them literally cleaning the house like it's not actually like the dude walks in pulls dig out they start having sex no mm-hmm. it's really like she cleans the cabinets washes some dishes sweeps the floor all this shit right like this is like this is a whole and it's not one video it's in a lot of videos car washes they'll have a woman outside wash somebody's fucking car in the driveway and then like you know eventually about halfway through the car washes like oh it's all down my shirt or whatever right (laughs) um masseuses like they'll have they'll have uh sometimes men or women massage somebody and then eventually it kind of like turns into like and now we're about to fuck do they get paid for that labor up front because i i wonder about that because like the fucking charge is one charge like i i said hey i want you to be in my porn video uh your contract say five hundred dollars i'm gonna give you five hundred dollars or whatever all right cool appreciate that um so what's the video well i need you to clean my house wash my car and massage me um i get paid to fuck not paid to wash your house you know what i mean like i don't get paid to do floors you know what i'm saying i feel like that's an extra service charge that should be added to that shit maybe i'll ask uh sarah j or somebody on twitter and find out because i don't know that seems like a way to get some free labor out of somebody like i I know they be in there sweating like so when we gonna start the sex scene well uh can you just clean my bathroom real quick and then after that uh I, this way i won't have to hire a housekeeper uh I mean, house cleaner take, i mean take care of the toilet All right just take care of the toilet real quick and then we'll get to this fucking but um after you uh you know go outside and, and clean my car i just need you to to vacuum i think vacuuming is real sexy especially make sure you get up in the seat uh yeah it's real sexy the way you vacuum my car out make sure you sweep that corner real mm-hmm. good yeah detail it here's a toothbrush here's some uh here's some uh here's some um i'm, I'm like, wrong yeah i never thought about that but yes that should be another fee not unless i just got a flat fee and that part is included in their fee yeah it's like some bullshit man um I mean, i'm sorry to bring that up on jesus second birthday guys i know this is important to a lot of y'all uh i've been getting a lot of compliments on yelp all day uh well last week all day and i found out that i was getting all these compliments and people were sending me messages and all this stuff on yelp because um apparently 
um i got the review of the day and i was featured on the yelp website Yay. as a review of the day and it was my review for amelie's mm-hmm. which i've read on the show so you guys know about it already but um yeah a lot a lot of people were uh complimenting me saying congratulations on your your review um yeah, your reviews are funny yeah congratulations on it being featured all this stuff i've actually written about two or three more since then maybe i'll read them today um but yeah it was cool you know and i you know it was it was like i was just getting messages out of nowhere at first i was like damn did i how i get popular overnight and i guess yelp takes people out and does that so thank you yeah um i really want to write the pilot to a tv show called magical negro and it's gonna be a tv show about a nigga who improves random white people's lives all throughout time um it's gonna be like quantum leap but racist you know what i mean guys like because the magical negro is such a trope in movies right it is you know it's it's, uh you know bagger vance you know it's uh you know uh the help and shit you know we we just magically improve these white people's lives by existing as our black selves and shit right but like we should lean into that i think it could be a hit it's just a a movie a, a tv series every episode is different you know where you move to a different point in time a different whatever and you just inhabit a negro and the thing is the show wouldn't be like the negro is dead and it's like you need to help these white people you just live your life and then by by proxy you end up helping white people you know it's like oh i don't know what i should do about this uh about i don't know what i should do about my marriage it's falling apart what do you think johnson you know and you're like i don't know man married a bitch and then you just go about and then we f- follow that black person's life like we don't follow what happens with the white people that happens in the background right so like we see that that johnson goes home to his shack with his family and he deals with problems that he got and his you know his life and all this stuff and then in the background we see like the white people getting married you know what i mean like we see the white people getting older and having kids and shit and you know they, i was like oh thanks to johnson he told me one day and we just do it every week i think oh. it could work you know so that actually would be a very popular show to be told i think so well i want to call it magical negro it has to be called that and that's the part that'll be hard to get green lit because that's the part that would be very hard to sell and i know the way that black people react probably to say the magical they let you go with that or magical mm-hmm. person like like they're probably going to coat that around a little bit yeah the way that black people reacted to confederate i feel like it's going to be black people that turn on me it's not going to be white people it's going to be black people that's like ah man magical negro is going to be trending on twitter and shit before they even get a chance to see that i'm really going to be shading these white folks right uh black man magic i like that name mm-hmm. i'll just say it don't have to be a black man though some weeks it's going to be a woman you see what i'm saying it's just oh, a yeah, magical we, negro like leap. yeah it could be a little girl it could be a little yeah bit we just follow their lives like we basically take all the movies that we've ever watched with a magical negro in them and we just go what would it be like to be bag of ants what what about his life though you know what about carl winslow when he was in um die hard you know he was john mcclain's magical negro that guided him through the building Come what on. do we see what what his life is outside of this that one time he helped that that white man save everybody what a, what a, you know he also had some pathos and dramas he shot a young black kid uh that he thought had a gun and and he was you know supposed to basically be um off of active duty in the forest and all this shit what how did that affect him did he have ptsd from the terrorists and shit he ended up shooting somebody at the end of the movie too 
i'm just saying guys this could be a whole fucking series that could be magnificent mm-hmm. but uh i just need you know somebody to, to let me write this power uh what's netflix up to they giving people money for stuff i'm let me do this netflix come on black twitter csi i pick on come on over here and pick it up um the tv show snap should have a date now because if you think about it, at the end of every episode there's at least one person still looking for love it is now that's a true statement Mm-hmm. you know somebody out there might see something they like you know you might be looking at snapped and be like you know what i wouldn't have cheated on her so she wouldn't kill me you know what i mean like i treat her right she wouldn't have to shoot me in my head in the middle of the night and pretend that somebody broke in and stole my watch you know i'm just saying y'all think about it and if it's not her maybe she just was crazy that is because sometimes stories she just went crazy and killed a good man or tried to kill a good man hey a lot of times these men live you know so then it's like hey this is a good man perfectly good man didn't do anything wrong just happened to fall in love with somebody that tried to kill him how high can this stand this be now you know hey I, 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 I won't try to kill you yeah. come on that's the bare minimal i won't try to kill you right like you already upgraded right there I, I don't know why it doesn't have like a a snap app you know what i mean something to go with it um <laughs> so then um um i was also thinking about how you know people say wait did i already say this you know how people never say uh you always hear people say without further ado mm-hmm. has anybody ever said with further ado or can you add some ado to my shit or what that this doesn't did, make sense this movie didn't have enough ado you know what i mean like every nobody want further ado right it's only that that's the only they only bring it up that you don't want it nobody ever brings it up and says man you know what this party was really the shit but it could have used some extra ado at the beginning <laughs> things happened a little too rapidly for me what the hell is ado oh delay i guess because it's always like without further ado and then i guess i always assumed it was like either delay or pomp and circumstance or something but oh, okay i mean i don't speak french you know i mean i speak french fry you know <laughs> but um if that's the case i speak mashed potatoes then damn it mm-hmm. i saw a really old couple um when i was out at the ymca um and i saw this really sweet old couple that was holding hands they they had to be like over 80 both of them Oh. and they were just you know scooting through the parking lot holding hands and uh and, and the sweetest thing happened y'all uh the old man he was holding his wife's hand i assume his wife maybe it's a side chick but i'm gonna assume his wife um and he opened up the door for her on the passenger side and she got in he closed the door and then he walked around the back of the car and he pointed at me and then he got in on his side and he pulled out and it was so it was like a scene out of pixar's up like that's how that's how sweet it was y'all but i couldn't even enjoy it why not because i was waiting on that nigga to pull out his fucking parking space (laughs) get the fuck out grandpa chivalry is it's not time for chivalry y'all are both barely mobile as is dog it's time for you to hurry up and get home you don't have much time left get in the car and let's go you're making me late to play basketball now i'm not gonna be in the first 10 and i had to wait that extra game dog i have time for this shit and then i'm an asshole if i just drive past you right i'm the dick oh why'd you do that to them old people oh my god yes you are the dick it was so frustrating stop trying to be cute and get your ass in the car y'all know y'all already slow i'm gonna be like that when i'm old fuck it Mm-hmm. 
that's what they was doing that's why i knew it was really being assholes i i lived to be that long bitch you gonna wait um abc has already renewed roseanne Barr's newest uh reboot for a second season after one episode and it set the highest records for ratings in four years for a sitcom you know i was thinking though um roseanne Barr is basically doing the job that nbc hired megan kelly to do doing it a lot better mm-hmm make america great again kelly she was supposed to galvanize those viewers who wanted a kind of a both sides soft conservatism one feminine like womanly version of conservatism that's funny and hokey and and you know but she's not funny though eating the chef's potato salad in the morning but that's what they wanted though you know they wanted her to because even you know like even if uh you do host a today show you don't have to be funny you know what i mean you not saying you're not but you don't have to be funny it's, but you need a you just need to have a you just need to have you need to have, right you need the person a affable personality that allows funny shit to happen correct she don't have that mm-hmm. she's all business but the point being this is what nbc wanted but abc's getting it in a sitcom form but their vision was and this and and in a way it almost justifies what they did i think it was stupid and wrong mm-hmm. and she wasn't the one to do it but it almost justifies the idea because the ratings were there right it's like they could have got people to watch a show it just megan kelly just is such a ice queen she wasn't a person it, yeah she couldn't do it and she's just not good at it but yeah roseanne brought out the ratings that megan kelly was supposed to bring out it's kind of a disheartening thing to think about but you know i've seen and and the thing i've seen is like a lot of liberal white folks and shit doing the see this is what we're talking about these white people are just misunderstood they voted for trump because they just want to change da 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 and she allows them to clean that up you know they have like a trans or not a a gender non-conforming child on the show as a cat as a recurring character um they have a black child on the show as a recurring character like it allows them to have the um the to sanitize all the evil and malice out of that voting populace come on and be like no they're just salt of the earth people trying to get by you know and um and it's a fantasy it's a it's romanticized version of what whiteness has always done you know it's how slave owners wrote in their journals that they were altruistic and just trying to do the best to educate these savage black people you know in their minds they were always great people there's no slave owner that thought they were a bad person yet they own slaves you know so i don't expect the people that you know in this era that um are racist to own up to it no they put roseanne on tv and they go yay you know and you see sarah silverman like clapping it up like yay you know we can all come together you know no we can't and it's also one of those things too where i could see this starting a trend where you're gonna get more shows that cater towards this group and it's almost like since we've been quote unquote in their minds been having these blackity blackity black ass shows hitting tv you know where's the white shows that mm-hmm. it doesn't fucking make sense because every fucking thing is white but they don't see it like that you know who caters towards me you know the donald trump make america great again you know i got some tolerance even though in reality i have no tolerance but you know i want the illusion that i I am actually tolerant Mm -hmm. of people when you're not because of the laws and all you don't give a fuck about 
what you do and how it affects others who gives a fuck about that all you want is that you want to be fed the bullshit that you live or the illusion that you want because all of a sudden you got insecure you got black panther you know you got all these black black lightning you got all these black ass shows and you have an audience that uh wouldn't surprise me if they were like hey i want something too and you're feeding them mark my words you're gonna have more shows similar to this some gonna fail some gonna feel terribly in tank everybody not gonna be like roseanne but you're gonna have a string of shows that that do this bullshit because of what she started you want to know what's wild though abc also has uh blackish they wouldn't air an episode of blackish that dealt with players protesting the national anthem because of creative differences they they don't have a problem with roseanne barr a person who tweets out conspiracy theories about president obama and donald trump they don't have a problem with her representing their network you know they don't have a problem with the fact that she made a joke about people kneeling in her pilot in the first episode of their comeback you know what i mean but the black show can't talk about it i just find it's just kind of interesting because what was the creative difference then um you know what i'm gonna read some of my yelp reviews guys all right i'll really write a couple new ones um and uh you guys can uh can check it out all right everybody said do you have music i don't know if you pick wait music. do i play music for yelp reviews i don't have know. we been doing that i don't know I, I think you played some last time i don't remember what you picked but you don't have to play no music i definitely do not remember y'all i played music last time y'all is that a thing that i'm doing now oh i, I don't know I, I i know i don't know i, okay. I forgot i'm asking the chat room they probably remember okay, and I don't. right do y'all remember music I, I, let me find some music hold on uh shit. i remember music i don't know why i remember music i don't know what kind of food music i got um you know what i'll just play anything you guys can uh i think it was like elevate yeah like somebody said was like elevator classical music or something like that yeah you just picked mm. something random you know what let's go with easy listening today all right guys we'll just it's some, some easy eating we can do some easy listening all right <laughs> now i just feel so silly i'm i mean <laughs> you, you want something this hard yeah i don't this know is, this on. is light it's rock too, yeah i don't know about this hold on i mean you might need to calm that down a little bit jesus christ hold on guys i mean we sound like we about to go ball hopping calm that down buddy should have really I, I was not prepared for this um what is this i mean elevator music ain't that crunk right um, how about what is this right here yes let's go to africa here we go take y'all to africa with these reviews um <laughs> saigon palace we go here all the time it's one of my yes. favorite places to eat pho in, oh, in charlotte the pho there is delicious it's called pho uh i love this place i don't care uh <clears throat> it's my review segment karen okay not the i don't care segment my bad i love this place i can't believe i've been right up it's been right up the street the whole time they have the best fuck in charlotte in my opinion for an introvert like me it's perfect it's never really crowded and they have great seating they have so many varieties of pho and slash seafood soup my favorite is the number 75 they take the they take the noodles and they stir fry them in sweet chili sauce and then they put the broth on the side so you can pour it in yourself and it's such a satisfying meal mm-hmm, that's true they also have another one that has shrimp dumplings in the pho 
it's amazing you'll never finish a bowl yourself but that's okay you can bring it home with you i had to buy i had to buy fuff spoons from amazon just to keep the authentic feeling at home they also have some really good appetizers i suggest the garlic wings they are to die for i like bruno mars and i don't think that he what he's doing is cultural appropriation there i said it and i'm not saying that just because he has some jams he seems like a really respectful guy who gives credit where it's due please send all your disagreements to justin timberlake on twitter <laughs> okay next <laughs> this is a chain but i think they only had these in charlotte in, in north carolina and utah from looking on their website okay but viva chicken oh do y'all have those where y'all at it's a persian is that the one say persian? peruvian peruvian that's peruvian oh. Yes, Peruvian is delicious. It is the shit, okay? Just call me Dez Bryant because this food will make you slap your mama. Best fries in the game right now. Like, before we get to anything else, let's give credit to the fries. And I had to get used to them not having ketchup. They have three different original sauces that I had to get used to. All the sauces are very good, though. I love the wraps. You can't go wrong with the great or the Inca wrap. The secret is to add some chicken or bacon to it. Yeah, they also let you like, like avocado, all kinds of stuff, jalapeno. Yeah, and this jalapeno bacon, it, mm-hmm. it is flamed. Oh, so good. Then you got to dab it in one of the sauces before each bite. That gives you maximum flavor to bite ratio. I know this because I'm a scientist. <laughs> Are you watching NBC's hit drama, This Is Us, yet? You totally should. I know that it has a reputation for making people cry, but it's not a sad show. It's an emotional show. But we can all use a good cry. Don't bottle your emotions up inside. It's not healthy. And maybe you'll get to see some awesome acting of Sterling K. Brown or Mandy Moore. Is that so bad? What do you have against great acting performances that make you feel something? Is that not the whole point of acting? Just take my word for it and watch This Is Us and get back to me. You'll thank me later all right and then the last one this is a cup crazed it's a cupcake um shop mm-hmm. that always has sales and shit i love this place uh cup crazed cakery <clears throat> i thought this place was gonna be about different size cups but it turned out to be about desserts what a nice surprise cup crazed is an amazing cupcake spot with a variety of sweet treats that dazzle the tongue the offerings change daily so you never know what assortment will greet you at the door the cupcakes are huge and they are often on sale we went on saint patrick's day and were greeted by a buy one get one special yes the employees are always helpful and i love the funky decor i always feel like a big kid inside this place speaking of kids what are the kids gonna do now that there's no toys or us around some of my favorite memories are as a child running around toys r us looking at toys but now it's all being replaced by online shopping or the toy department in chain stores no thanks toys r us taught me a lesson in life you can't always get what you want my mom would take me to pick they make me pick out one toy for me to take home that's how i learned the value of prioritization i still remember waiting for christmas time to get toys r us catalog and circle all the cool stuff i wanted mm-hmm. then my parents would edit it down to just a few things well i guess that's how cup craze made me feel like i don't want to grow up and i never have to this time i can pick uh wait this time i can pick all the cupcakes i want okay yeah but this time i can pick all the cupcakes i want to my heart's desire there you go guys now you're up to date um 
africans thank you um all right let's get into the news there's all kinds of stuff enjoy your reviews i really have so many more i need to write i'm so behind it's crazy guys but i try i try to put my heart into each one so that uh they don't just come off our whack you know what i'm saying guys um all right let's get to uh the news and see what the world is talking about all right uh jesus uh other birthday oh uh back to uh one of your we talking about the saigon place mm-hmm. what's so funny about the uh the saigon place is that uh, one of the dudes and he's younger than the rest of them the server and he was asking us what we wanted and he came back and we like ordered uh the, the pho and he was like a lot of people they patiently he said but then they just order regular stuff he was like y'all actually order because that's what they actually i didn't realize they actually are one of the best uh fur places in shot like if you look for a list they normally on most people's list they rank like number one and uh, number two mm-hmm. they are excellent if you like fur check them out um so now latham has been confirmed as star who bit beyonce uh-oh That was fast. What was that mystery around for like three days? Mm-hmm. They was they was checking dental records. Enhance mm-hmm. them peace marks. Checking uh checking to see when it's annihilate them. Um Right, somebody somebody got to you forgot you got a uh, double duty. You got this and the beehive, because remember everybody was on the case. They had to hack the um they had to hack the uh her dental records from her dentist online come on multiple sources confirmed to pay six the face chomping culprit is indeed sanai latham even though she strongly denies it numerous sources tell us that the love and basketball star latham had uh been talking to jay-z at this deuce vip party backstage after his gig in uh los angeles last december but when b stepped in lathan playfully bit her on the chin on the chin fellow actress tiffany haddish had started off the wild biting debate earlier this week by describing the scene of gq um her comments sparked the internet wide search to determine who on earth could possibly dare disrespect disrespect queen b in such a uh torrid tooth and eye way but according to the multiple sources it was indeed Lathan who was Beyonce's Becky with the good teeth. Uh, a source who was at the uh, bat says it was a big thing in the moment at the party. Everyone was talking about how anyone would dare do that. This is likely why Girls Trip breakout star Haddish also claims she had then asked B if she needed backup after the sharp tooth incident. Beyonce's at the bar, so I said, did she really bite you? Haddish revealed, adding that she told Beyonce she was ready to beat down the barbarian but the superstar didn't take the bait b was like tiffany don't don't no don't do that she's not even drunk just chill uh lathan had strenuously denied biting b tweeted in march 27 y'all are funny under no circumstance did i bite beyonce and if i did i would be a, it would be a love bite this isn't the first time haddish told the story mm-hmm. so mm-mm-mm. and she said she used this long in the tooth tail in a comedy show in january revealing that the biter had dated french montana Lathan was previously linked to the rapper. Mm-hmm. There you go. 
thank you black twitter csi we appreciate y'all man y'all way to get on the case yeah y'all in the beehive because remember this is double duty i know Capacity magazines, those used in the school shootings and shit, were handed out um, um, at a free for free at a guns right rally. Say that one more time. Free high capacity magazines. You know, the magazines were going guns with the bullet stay. Yes. Okay. 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 Yes. 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 They were given out at a guns right a gun rights rally. Okay. Can you say high capacity magazine? I was like, what kind of damn paper magazine is this? Be talking about guns. I'm with you now. Mm-hmm. gun clips yes. uh baby uh, you can tell i don't know nothing about guns people uh at any rate um that's just tawny at this point right it's funny that this is people consider this to be two sides like on the one side it's just people that want to have guns and the other side is these poor kids that don't want to get shot at school i can't believe they're both equal to me you know like what <laughs> you got to give away they gave away 1230 round magazines for free brought to you by the nra probably good like who wow Mm-hmm. just to let you know um laura ingram made a mistake and uh went after that um why don't I, david hogg that david hogg kid she made no mistake mm, well she did make a mistake here um because she fucked with the wrong one so she i mean i mean yeah that that is a mistake but she meant what she said so i didn't say she made a mistake by what she said but she definitely made the mistake of fucking with the wrong one she actually had has now decided to take a vacation and she will not be hosting her show this week oh she will be having some um watch whiteness work she'll be having some guest hosts um this week um the most sponsors must have pulled out 11 good god she lost 11 advertisers uh now he did call for uh, a boycott he tweeted out pick a number one through 12 contact the company next to that hashtag um and he put top laura ingram advertisers and had a tweet ready to go as soon as she uh talk that shit about him oh he was ready anyway um so i mean it was i mean look i'm not like i said uh i'm not knocking the parkland kids i'm not knocking him or anything Mm -hmm. but it, it is amazing how quickly people get together behind them um and like i said they clearly have learned so much from social media or work with people that know social media and activism and intersectionality like and it's and it's honestly 
there were two things well i'll get to the first thing honestly um it's funny because these companies withdrew that shit but they were fine with everything else laura ingram's been saying and doing for years right like laura ingram's also the person that told lebron james to shut up and dribble and before you do the well she uh well he didn't call for a boycott should racism need to have a company like should our company have to be told hey don't support this racist motherfucker like is that is that something that needs to like the company gotta gotta we gotta call for a boycott before the company's like oh yeah we we probably shouldn't fuck with them it just tells you the prioritization of racism and and honestly if lebron would have called for a boycott all these people that swear up and down like oh yeah it would have worked no it wouldn't Mm -hmm. have Mm-mm. they would have said this guy's attacking her freedom of speech he's a rich black male celebrity athlete and he's attacking this poor woman why is he bullying her just because she disagrees shut the fuck up and y'all know y'all would y'all know like i know i already know how it would have played out you know what i mean so i can't even get you know i just i just had to look at it like yeah that's fucked up but to david hall's credit and and like this i this is why i say you had to give him credit for the social media because i tweeted that out and like a bunch of people retweeted it like and they was tagging him to the tweet and this is before you know this is like right after he called for the boycott she started losing advertisers now i can't say i'm the only person that tweeted that i don't know but i know my shit was everywhere right and people and i don't like when people tag people to my tweets but they kept doing it and there was so many people i had to mute the tweet because i i fucking hate that shit right because it keeps coming into your inbox right right, right. and it's just hey and not just the notification but just it's all in my all it's all in my column i just i'm like i, I don't want to read that shit okay and people start interacting and you get those too right right okay and they start fighting each other and shit mm-hmm. people uh, obviously trolls harassing me things of this nature mm-hmm. so i just muted the tweet right but i saw a bunch of people tag them i'm assuming he saw it and maybe other pe- people's tweets like that got he got tagged to mm-hmm. the next i won't say two days later yesterday or whatever he gave an interview he was like yeah it's funny that when it was lebron james people didn't want to boycott but now that it's me they do and i was like this mo- i was like this motherfucker is good he's good and so that gets me to my second point democrats like the politicians need to pay attention to the, to this dude and to these kids not because you need to go out here and be like run for office y'all have the same talking points y'all have the same shit but it's such a lack of intersectionality it's such a fear of what how am i gonna convince these trump voters to support me and shit like that it's holding them back and people always talk about democratic messaging and how it's not on point and when they they don't have any leaders they don't have it's hard for them to sell they're complicated this little motherfucker is selling them easily by the way i mean that that adjustment was like that now i don't know who like i said i don't know who he's working with behind the scenes i don't know how much of it he got a great team because i guarantee you this is not something that you can do alone Mm. guarantee you somebody was like look this is a good talking point yeah it's hard to hate on somebody like this and it could also be that he um he may just be a he's a child of the social media age yes you know like to him like a lot of us learn through social media right versus all night time and funny you talking about the old guard Mm -hmm. a lot of them was pre-internet just to keep that real some of them was around before the internet was actually a thing that everybody had before computers and emails and shit like that so you're talking about for a lot of these people's particularly 
our generation we're almost 40 is basically the last generation that's kind of been on both sides pre and post internet Mm -hmm. so you're talking about people that are older than us trying to reach the youth and that shit ain't working because y'all not adjusting a lot of them aren't um social media savvy a lot of them aren't trying to reach out to anybody young you're trying to get these old people to vote for you and them niggas ain't coming back but even with politicians and well most celebrities all this stuff right especially if they came up before social media they see social media as an outlet and many most social brand managers will tell you that too it's an outlet you know this is what you should tweet out this is what you should say this is what you should but this but it's also this influx that's the part that most people ignore that's the that's the part that that you can't fake like you have to like to learn from people to follow the right people to get those new ideas and frank framing in a way like, so like well i'm adding this to what i know as well i this is my experience but i i don't have the only experience and now i know that as opposed to just having to fuck up and learn about it which is how most people learn is they say something like it's this way and then a bunch of people come in and go no the fuck it's not it's is it's this way for me it's this way for other people and then you look stupid and you have to apologize and a lot of politicians do that a lot right mm-hmm. but with social media you can just shut the fuck up sit back and learn and be like that's a good point i'm gonna make sure to bring that point up too when next time i'm speaking you know um now you have you can get caught up in the whole like how much of that is like well you some people would be like well you stole my work or whatever like but i i'm I'm not like that so if like if i was the person that he read that to that tweet thread and went yeah i need to bring that up too i'm fine with it some people would be like no only i can bring that up which i can't i don't want to get into the intellectual property rights right. of a social media platform but just the idea of him adjusting on the fly like that so quickly and bringing up that point that most a lot of black people saw and weren't taking him to task for but we were just like damn man the world is fucked up that this white kid can say this and immediately boom those sponsors felt guilty and said look liberty mutual rocking more we gotta go we gotta get out of here millions of dollars did actually right like i'm out lebron james is one of the most righteous affable uh like stand up popular uh excellent nba basketball players most recognizable black people on the planet right now she told that man shut up and dribble not nobody was like you know what would be a good idea we should stop sponsoring this motherfucker nobody you know what i mean it's just wild you know that how how that works but i'm glad she's losing sponsors uh the thing that's that's gonna be funny to me is because it's our company's work how who else over there y'all still sponsoring come on because it's not like y'all the just hatred for her hour yeah it's not like the hatred and the racism and the fake fake news and shit on fox news is only affecting um like it's it's only about laura ingram's program that she got the only hour that's like that the whole station is a shit show if you have any integrity you wouldn't sponsor them but you know uh it is what it is she did issue an apology too she put any student should be proud of a 4.2 gpa including david hall on reflection in the spirit of holy week i apologize for any upset or hurt my tweet caused him or any of the brave victims of parkland for the record i believe my show was the first to feature david that's not an apology Mm-mm. i'm sorry if you no mm. there was no i'm sorry Mm-hmm. 
you got what's an apology without i'm sorry i apologize what's an apology without one of those two words or possibly both of those two words well she said i apologize for any upset or hurt my tweet caused or any of the uh brave victims of parkland well you said apologize but when mm. you was like or you almost it like but everything past that i know no the the any of my wait hold up i apologize for any upset or hurt my tweet caused him or any of the brave victims of parkland yeah i don't believe her oh i don't believe and her ass because either. i don't believe you i don't consider it an apology oh okay i think she did apologize i just don't believe her i don't know like both of those things can exist that was the things that you're supposed to say when you apologize uh as far as you know the uh bare minimum and i still don't believe your ass Mm-mm. you know um she was just trying and, and i love that he responded to it and was like yeah you just saying that so because you're sponsors right he's like now that you're losing sponsors you sorry okay bitch we'll see uh <laughs> so yep i i'm glad she got called out though and i wonder who choice was it the quote-unquote walkway was it hers or the station was like bitch you hot you got to go we don't we don't want we tired of you right um yeah uh it was funny somebody apparently listened to it to to verify what she was gonna say and she didn't address the controversy Mm-mm. and 40 minutes into the show she only had two commercial breaks which were gillette advil and progressive insurance right because all those monsters you know have a good 10 minutes a break 10 minutes a break or 15 minutes in a break so far she's lost atlantis paradise allen jenny craig nutrish hulu trip advisor wayfair stitch fix expedia nestle johnson johnson and office depot we'll see if uh how that one keeps up because i'll i'll still firmly of the belief that nobody's canceled Mm-mm. um so you know we'll see what happens because a lot of times these motherfuckers come back even stronger after this i remember they thought they got rush limbaugh to paint this way oh, and he, he came not, right back so he's not going nowhere Mm-mm. yeah so we'll, we'll see guys um let's see what else happened in the news oh a new jersey police officer lost her job because she was a dominatrix in the past what i gotta do with her being able to do her job yeah brought to you by the same people that advocate police can fuck somebody in their custody right because you didn't have a motherfucking law in the book so you had to actually pass one so apparently they don't have a problem with fucking somebody in handcuffs literally and not calling that rape but uh if you have ever used handcuffs consensually in your past before you were a police officer that's too much and they will not stand for it a new jersey sheriff's officer has lost her job because she previously appeared in bondage films as a dominatrix um hudson county sheriff frank uh um tells the jersey journal uh, a hearing officer made the decision to fire Kristen hyman on wednesday and he agrees to the decision the department suspended her six days before her academy graduation last year saying she failed to disclose that she appeared in films and sometimes saw clients privately for money court documents show hyman told investigators she never appeared naked and then performed sex acts in the videos a judge rescinded the suspended suspension and hyman was sworn in june 8th she then went on paid administration leave uh pending the hearing in court papers the sheriff's office has said hyman's past caused the force to be subject to inquiry and ridicule among law enforcement but not things like shooting the kid black person unarmed 
what caused you to be a a korean ridicule and you know what things like this frustrate me because is it going to be to a point where nobody can get a job eventually because it's we live in the age of social media and so many people put especially younger people put so much stuff online like you say videos and let's say she did have sex you know uh all types of stuff that people put online like the woman that got fired for tweeting about little wayne like so is every infraction gonna matter as long as you're not a white male like white man white men out here fucking up and if this was a man it wouldn't have been no problem he probably would have went on ahead nobody would have probably even fucking challenged it but because it's a woman it was a problem a woman having sex well she would not have sex but no a woman in the video that we consider have sexual content all right and like i said if there's a lot of other shit she could do and they would have had her back no matter what all right she would have shot somebody they would have had her back like hey we can't fire her she's a good officer da 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 you know she was sexually assaulted somebody on the job they would have had her back you know they have your back with certain things but other things not so much authorities rapper fabulous punched a woman seven times made threats to family Englewood. not just a woman his girlfriend um rapper fabulous was arrested wednesday on charges that he punched a woman seven times in the face and threatened the woman's uh dad and her brother inglewood according to court documents inglewood police said in a statement the rapper whose real name is john jackson turned himself in at 8 30 p.m wednesday on domestic dispute and making a terroristic threat charge he was released from custody uh from police custody after that uh, court documents show the alleged crime stemmed from an earlier incident in march when jackson while in los angeles on a business trip became enraged when he found out via instagram that the victim was also in los angeles according to an affidavit of probable cause while on a flight back from los angeles the victim told police that jackson 40 said via text he wanted to hit her in the head with a baseball bat and that he would kill her but he did not want to go out like that the victim told police she was scared because on march 7th uh because of the march 7th incident she later was punched by jackson seven times in the face causing severe damage to her two front teeth she ended up losing her two front teeth according oh. to court documents because of the incident the victim called her father to remove two handguns from the residence due to her fear that they may be used against her and according to that affidavit so when jackson did arrive at the house uh he confronted the victim her brother and father but then went to the upstairs of the residence looking for those guns which had been removed uh when he could not locate the guns the defendant left the house but not before informing the victim her father and her brother that he had a bullet for them jackson has lived in inglewood since 2005 according to property records yeah and someone actually has video of um the altercation like someone took of not the fight like not him hitting her but it's video of him arguing with the father okay um, and he has like a sharp instrument in his hand he keeps lunging towards people and shit and they have there's security there that's holding him back basically keeping him from uh being able to um actually get at anybody it sounds like he out of control this ain't the first when people have behavior like this this is this is their first time doing this yeah there's been rumors of him being uh controlling and um abusive for a while but um you know it was also like uh, i think they were on she was on love and hip-hop 
like season one or something i never saw this season um love hip-hop new york season one and so i think maybe people all the way back then were like damn this dude's pretty controlling she talks about how controlling he is and all this shit and you know i guess this is more like the ultimate proof of uh what a lot of people were worried about in the first place um and i will try to show you the video so you guys can see for yourselves um like i said there's no violence in the video or anything like that so it's not like anyone's gonna get hit but you know you just see the way he's yelling and stuff and carrying on and he clearly has something sharp in his hand so and it sounds like he told her what the fuck you have him at my house for but he's talking about the father and brother who you know confiscated those guns so who knows what the fuck would have happened if those guns had been in there you know which is another reason shot them all. another reason not i'm like man people don't need guns you know if, if 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 you legally have a gun i don't know if he legally had it but you have a gun in your possession and the first thing i have to think is how do i get this gun before you get home yeah dog that's not it's not good for people to have guns yeah like i said man he is it's clear some shit's going on there and what's wild uh about it to me there's a lot of people defending uh fab like a lot of people and they're not defending fabulous they're men defending the right for men to be abusive towards women right you know it's about defending patriarchy more than anything in this power and um yes yeah, it's, it's it's really fucking disheartening i haven't seen a ton of people doing it to me because i mean some did but you know i didn't talk about it that much on social media but i saw how many people were going back and forth with people people that they apparently thought were you know their friends thought were good dudes or whatever and then they kind of expose themselves with this you know like well we need the full story i I wait till i I need to see pictures of her face i need to see you know it's like what do you think is a conspiracy to bring down fabulous in 2018 like you see the you see that argument you see he got something in his hand you see lunging towards people and shit none of no part of you goes yeah she's probably telling the truth she goes to court and there's an affidavit saying you think she lied about her teeth missing you think no no police officer that took the report no judge nobody's thought you got dental records showing that your teeth is gone not just dental records like look you in your fucking face like oh her teeth are missing right you know like they they must have taken evidence for the police report you know like this is really weird to see how people do like one dude told me like well i we don't have video of him hitting her that's just an argument i said we don't have video of zimmerman killing trayvon martin but i believe he did it yes sir you know like why why do we always got to be the face of this shit so it was you know like i said it ain't even about defending fabulous it's about defending the idea that you can hit a woman correct because there are a lot of women beaters out there Mm-hmm. and uh they approve of it and there's dudes that aren't women beaters but they approve of other men beating women and that's the problem too because it's the behavior not at any time is people going well he shouldn't have put his hands on her and when these arguments come up it's always what did she do 
versus don't put your fucking hands on her and that would end the situation but it, there can never be a situation where when it comes to a woman a woman is just um her existence deserves for her to get her ass whooped a lot of times in a lot of these people's minds so no 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 and and and, and the thing is and and this will always uh I, I guess always upset me is that men who have never been violent wouldn't put their hands on a woman have no history of this they hang in a bubble of men, other men who don't do this stuff actually defend it. And I have a problem with that. Cause why are you defending some trash ass niggas behavior when you know you wouldn't do it? Cause they would like to reserve the right. You know, I don't put it past none of them. Like it's a lot of dudes that I think they are putting their hands on women or they would, they would like to be able to threaten that they would. Um, and, and you know, sadly it's a lot of brothers that 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 talk that way and say that shit and do that shit because um and it's and it's never more apparent than when you see um like one of these situations like ray rice or something and dudes that could have said nothing just out themselves as full-blown defenders of people beating women and what does she do and i i like what i just had to wonder what she did to even cause that situation and that's the thing could stuff like that you know right the could have said nothing thing kills me because when other incidents come up you're quiet Mm -hmm. you know so continue to be quiet i mean i hate to be like that but if you're not if you're going to stay out completely stay out don't hop in only on these situations and then act like something's wrong with somebody for saying you ain't say shit but you got something to say here why is it this situation that pulled you out the darkness to say something you could have continued to say nothing and i wouldn't have had a problem with you but because you come the woodwork saying something in my mind you are defending the behavior i agree um but yeah uh stacy dash dropped out of that congressional race of course i started this run with the intention to address the pressing issues in the district where i live she said i hope they remain hopeful that i can assist people living here on the national level my goal was and remains to improve the lives of people who have forgotten by uh for decades by the democratic party i think it's no coincidence that she dropped out right after um they put the new sanctions on russia and america and kicked some of their people out she was just hoping they would get hacked that's the only way she could win that black ass district she was hoping russia could do their thing you know she was she basically just got on the mic like mother russia do your thing and once they got kicked out she knew she didn't have any hope so i think that's why she dropped out uh let's see what else is going on um and no you know what let's get into some segments let's get into some segments guys let's uh been gone for a minute let's do some um white people news all right guys get y'all on the screen here knows everybody's favorite segment i feel uh, like i've already uh, been uh, fucked uh, with as a black person enough today come on you know we didn't really do that segment but you know kind of every segment is that segment Mm-hmm. so let's move on to white people news it's lighter it's wider it's breezier we get to talk about the things that affect us and uh here we go with a song first oh shit not black and white 
All's my life I had to fight. Oh no! All's my life I hard times like yah, bad trips like yah, Nazareth. I fucked up and you fucked up, but if God got us, then we gon' be all right. Oh, do a little diddly. Come on. Be all right. And when I wake up, I recognize it looking at me for the pay cut. Well, how much have looking at me from the face down? With the face down. Screaming. And let me tell you about my life. The painkillers only put me in the twilight. Well, pretty pussy and Benjamin is a highlight. Well, tell my mama I love her, but this is what I like. like. Lord knows. So, so come, come, come and heavy. No preliminary here. Now my record, I'm a motherfucking game. So that's for the record. Uh. Tell the world that no well, it's too late. Boys and girls, I think I go crazy when you know down before where did it go on oh. the streets for show dosey do come on we gonna be all right all right square with your partner Round and round you go. All right. I'll put your left foot in. Come on. Put your right foot out. All right. Get her at the bar. Drive at the mall. Every little zero. Woo! Bars. In the streets for show. I'm at the beach. We gonna be alright. Come on now. Do you hear me? Do you feel we gonna be alright? Last step to this. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? I feel you, brother. We gonna be alright. That's right, buddy. Thank you for so much for that. That was so good. Mm-mm, that, that was is, terrible. That is why we make the big bucks, guys. Mm-mm. We bring you uh, hits like that. Mm-hmm. Guys are welcome. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, that's y'all, man. Uh, only got two things today. Uh, Trump said no more DACA deal. He goes off on immigrant caravans and unhinged, unhinged Easter morning tweet. Mm, I knew that was coming. Charles Barkley rips President Trump. I've never been more angry and disgusted. Spider Man pointing at Spider Man. I mean, you're. Didn't you just go on a tour of why these black people are so mad at the police without knowing any facts? What happened to his show? His race show? Is it done? Uh, must be. Is it coming back? Did uh, everybody agree that that was a terrible idea? He doesn't know what he's talking about and putting an ignorant person on TV that doesn't know what they're talking about. Um, shouldn't really be a thing you want to associate with the NBA. Somehow on TNT put the plug. Jesus Christ, man. What did he think was going to happen? Anyway, let's get to some white news. Pink, you know the singer? Yes. Pink is sick and had to postpone some shows. Oh, I hope she feels better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
just letting you guys know guys the the shows are so physical she can't just do them while she's sick and uh she had to take some time off mm-hmm. and she doing that circles of lay shit like she did that time yes you do need to be feeling good mm-hmm. a blogger faked a trip to disneyland on instagram to make an important point about how people use social media what can we see the pictures sure well i mean if they fake i mean it don't matter all right give me a second put it back on screen uh yeah um she had her bags packed her flights booked and her sights set on sleeping beauty's castle in disneyland at least that's what her instagram caption said in reality carolyn stretch a 32 year old photographer and a blogger from the uk was sitting at home sitting at home and she faked an entire trip to disneyland on instagram and made the news with a few photo editing apps convincing captions and a more than captive audience stretch was able to fool her 190,000 instagram followers into thinking that she took a weekend trip to california to live out an instagram worthy fairy tale on march 10th she posted a photo of herself on instagram cozied up in the bed with a morning cup of tea she smiled softly among her precisely ruffled white bed sheets um and she and sitting dead center between two perfectly symmetrically placed pillows even if you haven't seen this exact photo you definitely seen this photo more than a handful of times in your instagram feed yeah i have not if you follow a bunch of white people right i don't follow enough quote-unquote yeah. influencers yeah you yeah definitely white because see us out about like uh they ain't got that bad at it cops you know what's happening here uh well i just follow but accounts and my friends so i don't know anything about this i know stripper accounts all right tomorrow i'm gonna be 22 she said i'll treat myself to a trip to california IA. i'm out to disneyland and instagram the hell out of sleeping beauty castle she goes on to say she's traveling along for the trip but so what it'll be my very own fairy tale human possibilities vastly exceed our imaginations and then she posts a photo of herself in front of sleeping beauty's castle the next day as promised she faced away walking towards the castle whimsically holding her dress in front of her pastel pink and blue castles it is in a word perfect so this is her see this is the thing i don't understand about these instagram influencers are they like i mean for her to because people thought this was a real picture do they like have another nigga that's a photographer to just hang out with them all day possibly no and what exactly are they influencing uh you know i don't know and so what you're trying to say is that you can have enough money for the trip because why else the fuck is you photoshopping um i don't know what her point was let me skip right that's what i'm saying it's yeah they wrote a long ass thing about this this yeah this is the white people doing white shit i wanted my fictional narrative to challenge the way that i portray myself online and the effects of this portrayal she wrote while she stated that this is the only time she's lied about being in a place entirely she does manipulate her images in other ways i don't usually face at my face or pretend i've been places i haven't but i never read read i never read by the window those windows beautiful as they are make my flat freezing cold sometimes that coffee cup i'm holding is empty i stu- i suck in my stomach i rearrange the furniture i photoshop out dirty marks inside my bashing furniture off the walls correctly as people do this what are we talking about it's apps that will clean the blemishes off your face what are we talking about i don't know some of that shit is weird drink it you hold up your coffee cup that's empty you do that regular people i d- i don't tend to be drinking you be pretending to read by the window the, no because i got other shit to do yeah i think she i think but see this is the thing i think she's really more talking about herself 
yeah i don't, like she's trying to say like that the world can learn from this like nigga mm-hmm. we not all doing that you know anyway good good for her it's good to see white oh, people out here doing white their thing people being magnificently white mm-hmm. i mean what would we do without them what other what, than be free what would we do um the truth behind ben affleck's giant back tattoo it took hours and hours to finish is it his whole back it is his whole ass back what the fuck is on his back uh a, a tattoo i know but what's the tattoo uh, of i don't know it's it's like a, a phoenix yeah it's a colorful image of a phoenix rising from the ashes it covers his back uh from his waist to his shoulders uh nearly two years after claiming the enormous ink was fake and something he only got for a movie he was recently spotted showing off the art while shirtless in hawaii guess he got tired of the lies just like his wife did i mean ex-wife they had a huge tattoo machine at the house for days it took hours and hours to finish this tattoo machines is that how they get uh oh somebody okay a tattoo artist brought his machine into the house got mm-hmm. it although the public guy i thought it was like an automated ai tattoo i, I was like they that. putting them niggas out of business too uh, wouldn't surprise me if you got a uh the pile of little stencil they lay it out like a fucking uh like the sewing like machine. a 3d print like a 3d printer but for your back right because some machines uh the technology on something like some machines ain't your grandma's son's machines you can go online you can download shit you can pre-program it and that shit will stencil out some shit mm, yeah i just don't think the human is a human being is ready for the pain associated with you know a machine giving a tattoo fast as fuck no what? it'll probably be over immediately but boy if you're you'll pass the fuck out what like, i've never had one but i i believe you um probably sound like a fucking line printer and shit <laughs> um so yeah um they had a huge tattoo machine that house for days it took hours hours to finish although the public got his first glimpse of his tattoo in the summer of 2015 it wasn't seen in full until december of that year while the actor was filming live by the night uh while at the time people reported that inking was the real deal in march 2016 ben affleck claimed it was temporary it's fake for a movie he said i actually do have a number of tattoos but i try to put them in places that you don't have to do a lot of cover-up and they get sort of addictive tattoos after a while that's what i've heard uh affleck's denial didn't stop his exes from speaking out in 2016 interview jennifer garner hinted that she wasn't the biggest fan of her ex's back tattoo you know what we would say in my hometown about that bless his heart she told the publication ha shade right a phoenix rising from the ashes i am am i the ashes in this scenario i take umbrage she added i refuse to be the ashes uh even more bluntly jennifer lopez who had previously engaged was previously engaged to the actor said the tattoo was awful it's awful what are you doing lopez told andy cohen during the plead the fifth segment on watch what happens live uh his tattoos always have too many colors they shouldn't be so colorful they should be cooler she added the phoenix tattoo reared his head again recently when the actor was photographed during a training session alongside charlie hunnam oscar isaac and garrett headland as they prepare for the upcoming film triple frontier in addition to the back ink affleck also has a dolphin on his right hip covering up his the name of his high school sweetheart and has been seen with a barbed wire across his right bicep 
a large design featuring a fish and a skull and crossbones on his right arm and some initials inscribed to a shoulder blade on the shoulder blade i mean so that's what's been netflix wearing on this when on his skin guys that's, that's definitely all white mm-hmm it's all we gonna be all white as i like to say that's what that's what that uh intro song should have been do you hear it be all white mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh newly single Gigi hadid i've heard that name before goes casual in brown bomber jacket on a new york stroll as sister bella does kisses with their dad mohammed mm-hmm. them hadid twin girls are they twins siblings yeah, i don't know them i just I- know i've heard that name before the hadid sisters she's newly single after announcing her split from zan malik what girl he must have dropped her uh the 22 year old model <laughs> looks stylish as always while leaving her apartment in new york city on monday um she rocked a brown bomber jacket featuring wool lined sleeves over a matching hoodie that was worn half on her head oh that's it right there mm-hmm look at them shoes like some leopard print or something mm-hmm. Gigi also sported a pair of light wash jeans cut out uh to the shin cut off to the shin to show off her black dress socks with leopard patent booties she accessorized with a pair of circular linda ferro reflective gold shades and a white valenta valentino bag i don't know this outfit looks pretty basic to me i'm sorry gg mm-hmm. i know you're in downtown and, and maybe it's just me there must be them distressed jeans i learned about not too long ago mm. but you know you can fuck your own jeans up without paying 125 dollars right she got it if you got it why would you do it for yourself her signature blonde locks were put in a ponytail and tucked under the, her hood as she let her natural look show by wearing minimal makeup on her face meanwhile her younger sister bella 21 did kissy faces as she posed for a cute instagram video with their father 69 year old muhammad hadid bella fucked up as she put her face against her dad's cheek and said i love you daddy that's nice the american jordanian real estate developer responded i love you baby and the two were also joined by Gigi and bella's older sister alana hadid 32 who also did the duck face oh she got a older sister okay uh over the over the video bella wrote i love you thank you for the last and the kisses at muhammad hadid at Lindsay bear good for them glad to see them things are working out you know Mm-hmm. this comes just days after Gigi showed off a reflected message about mental health on cell phone case in new york just days after splitting up with zane malik many eagle-eyed fans had noticed that she had a memo emblazoned on her phone case which read social media seriously harms your mental health interestingly enough she announced her split from 25 year old one direction member on social media Mm. Mm. is that hypocritical i don't know Mm, i don't think it is perhaps she was enjoying the benefits of heeding the advice of her cell phone case as gg looked unbothered while flashing uh, flashing a wry smile before a busy day in the big apple she kept her look casual in a red jacket over a burgundy knit sweater the older sister bella hadid also wore a pair of gray checkered trousers with black patent leather boots and added a pair of oliver people's sunglasses to the look oh shit not oliver people Mm mm-hmm 
she had her light tresses up in a bun and she let her natural look show with a minimal makeup on her face meanwhile zan 25 has been living it up as he has been enjoying the miami beach sunshine while shirtless at a rented mansion the past few days the former one direction member has been mercilessly mocked for the inking of Gigi's eyes uh his heavily tattooed chest post breakup uh the two broke up on tuesday after more than two years together both uh the pop heart throb and Gigi took to twitter to confirm the news his post read Gigi and i had an incredibly meaningful loving and fun relationship and i have a huge amount of respect and adoration for Gigi as a woman and a friend she has such an incredible soul ah okay Let, mm-hmm. if you say so sir i'm grateful to all our fans for respecting this difficult decision and our privacy at this time we wish this news could have come from us first we love you all xz just 11 minutes after he posted his post Gigi released her own statement on the social media site she wrote breakup statements often seem impersonal because there's really no way to put it into words what two people experienced together over a few years not only in a relationship but in life in general mm-hmm that's true <laughs> uh i'm forever grateful for the love time and life lessons that z and i shared i want nothing but the best for him and will continue to support him as a friend and i have immense respect and love for heart emoji as for the future whatever's meant to be will always be xg oh, so you, so that's a new thing i might have to start putting xr after my tweets yes xr um the former lovebirds recently spent a lot of time apart they were last pictured together in january as Gigi walked the world's runway for fashion month and zane jetted off to miami uh to work on new music sad they couldn't get it together you know right now like i said i just put my own pictures on instagram i ain't never been to the phrase stuff but apparently that's what it is you put phrases and shit out there too phrases because but because those instagram posts on like pictures look like they took a oh. picture of a phrase or something uh, mm-hmm. they've been typing and posted that because i thought in, maybe i don't know i thought instagram was basically pictures so i don't know if they like snapped a picture of a phone or a statement and put that out on instagram american idol contestant apologized to Katy perry after saying he uh admitting that he idolizes uh taylor swift Because, you know, Katy Perry don't like Taylor Swift. They got beef. Ah. You know, although I think Katy was, last time Katy was on the tour, uh, when she was letting people come to her house, she swore that they had squashed the beef and she ain't had no problems with Taylor no more. Right. You think she let it go? Mm-mm. Yeah, so I, I'm sorry for this, Katy. Taylor Smith. Taylor, I mean, I'm sorry for this, Katy. Taylor Swift. I love Taylor Swift when he was asked to reveal his musical idol and caddy said oh you don't have to be sorry i love her as a songwriter as well the shade the shade i i speak shade that was definitely shade she really said i love her as a songwriter as well and why nothing else yes and why does this dress look like a baby boot carved out in the front (laughs) it does she got a flash of girls that's her that's her you know i mean i like i like the dress i just wish she would connect the crowns to across where her boobs are but yeah it looked like something looked like they just took Cut a baby's, a baby's leg yes mm-hmm. a cartoon was like you know what mm-hmm. we're gonna make this like a baby's cartoon foot there you go baby Mm-mm-mm. 
well yeah um well you know they've had a few going back for years now i guess they have and uh you know supposedly it's supposed to be wrapped up uh i i guess it's not taylor swift's never commented on the feud by the way Mm-mm. uh but a lot of people think that song bad blood um was written about the perry uh about katie perry oh okay but but taylor never confirmed that Oh, I wouldn't know. I haven't heard it. During an interview on the Thrive Global Podcast in June 2017, Perry admitted that she's ready to put up the feud with the look what you made me do star behind her for good. So, I don't know. Seems like you still digging that grave, girl. Leave Tay-Tay alone. She ain't come for you. Don't go over there. Because you're not going to win. No, you're not. Taylor Swift too petty. Um, alright. Um, let's see what else we got here we got time to do a little guest right oh wait how much time we got hey yeah all right let's do a little bit of guest race guys all right we'll see if we can do one or two um and as soon as i get this music up now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course all the people playing are racist all right let's get right into it a mega church pastor is accused of defrauding people out of more than a million dollars good god mm, on easter even come on now a texas mega church pastor stands accused of using his influence to lure vulnerable and elderly people in a financial scheme that caused some to lose their life savings mm, was these some of the same people that was up there stealing the money from the financial aid too all i know is they say jesus saves but they didn't say nothing about your life savings uh, apparently they didn't uh reverend uh kirby john h caldwell oh uh, kirby john it sounds like the uh uh a uh, mario uh character kirby yes oh the no pa- no kirby is a completely different character but sound like yeah the kirby the Cur- kirby is uh i think he's in mario too okay uh the pastor of windsor village united methodist church in houston is facing federal charges of defrauded investors out of more than a million dollars using obsolete chinese bonds obsolete obsolete chinese bonds a federal grand jury has handed a 13 count indictment charging caldwell and gregory allen smith a financial planner from louisiana u.s attorney alexander c van hook of the western district of louisiana and said thursday the charges against the men who allegedly conspired with each other include wire fraud and money laundering they're gonna be on dirty money yeah it is sex season two van hook's office claims caldwell used his status as a pastor of the houston church to help gain investors trust the securities and exchange commission is also suing caldwell and smith in federal court for allegedly violating financial laws dan cogdell an attorney for caldwell told the huffington post in a statement that the accusations against the pastor are simply false cogdell said that his client believed the bonds would be legitimate and had invested a significant amount of his own money into the scheme he also said that caldwell never used his status as a reverend at all regarding the investments uh, that's a damn lie 
the sec says that between april 2013 and august 2014 carwell and smith allegedly convinced 29 people many of them vulnerable and elderly to invest more than a million dollars in bonds issued by the former republic of china these bonds are not recognized by china's current governor and have no value beyond being collector's items but smith and carwell reportedly promised their investors high rates of return sometimes three to 15 times the value of the investments oh, no. smith was responsible for finding investors according to the sec complaint carwell would then instruct them to wire transfer the money to an associate or to a company he and his wife controlled in wyoming oh, that's why they ain't trying to go out to her what part of pastoring is this right instead of i guess fleecing the flock instead of investing the uh funds the defendants used them to pay for personal loans credit card balances mortgages vehicle purchases and other personal expenses but he didn't know guys he invested his own money as well mm-hmm. then he invested their money in a new car come on can i guess the race oh that's a nigga all right um uh, let's check the chat room and see what they believe white smith and caldwell huh black tyler perry easter movie watch watch watcher black uh button on his easter suit for each fraud charge black ame black paula white black better call tyrone and saw black reverend leon lonnie love black nigga get 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 the get the collection plate over there black uh kirby the scammer black nigga i said get the collection plate over there black black secure the bag black td cousin black and united Methodist usually white the correct answer is black And some of you missed it. But, uh, I'm gonna give it, uh, that's, that's the only one I'm doing today because we're running out of time. Uh, so Karen, uh, you got 100% today. Good job. Yay, something June said, uh, she think he likes titties too. I would say yes. Oh, uh, he look like he definitely is into some boobs, okay? Like, you can't tell that dude shit. Mm-mm. Um, alright, let's do sore ratchetness. Probably spent some of that money at the strip club. His wife probably got a boob job. A Boulder man was accused of brandishing a katana sword and chasing two people outside of Lafayette ATM earlier this month. He's formally been charged last week with the felony menacing and harassing. Uh, online court records show Mark Maxwell Smith, 28, who also goes by Mark Maxwell, is due in Boulder County Court for a preliminary hearing on April 12th. He remained in custody at Boulder County Jail on Tuesday. A couple called Lafayette police on March 17th after they stopped near Elevation's Credit Union um and alleged that smith was armed with a katana sword and ran after them the couple escaped unharmed and police located smith a short time later and took him into custody uh police at the time were also weighing an attempted robbery charge as well as a possession of a dangerous weapon charge Mm-mm-mm. he has prior convictions for disorderly conduct trespassing and felony theft all right guys we'll be back tomorrow with more podcasts and thank y'all so much for tuning in we appreciate y'all um until tomorrow i love you i love you too